What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. Today, I want to talk about the gap between words and actions and all the different ways that this comes to mind. I'm motivated to talk about this today because of several reasons that range from experiences where I have feelings of empathy all the way to disappointment. And hopefully we walk away with at the least with the realization of the power that we willingly forego by using our words carelessly or not following up with effort to match them to reality. I'll start with the empathy side of things. Although words are not enough, they are usually all we have to build a bridge from our feelings to hopefully influencing another person's feelings. We even use words to speak to ourselves and build our own personal narratives. So words play a large role in us trying to get compliance from ourselves, just as important as they are in getting agreement from another person. They're really all we have. Now, with our own selves, we can sense our feelings towards certain things that maybe don't have clear words attached to them. And maybe with others, our tone, our body language, and other forms of expression carry some of the load in communication. But all of it, we check back to look for its adherence to the words being spoken. Words are a starting off point, And all other things then add context for us to get a general sense of how we end up feeling. So the question is, are the words you're using or soliciting from others actually building towards the reality that you want? Are you actually getting what you want out of life? Do your words actually lead to real agreements that then end up as real life followed up actions that then end up with actual real tangible changes in your life? If the answer is no, then it's time to explore this gap between words and actions and the false agreements that are happening in the middle and why. Here's what I witnessed the other day that seeded these thoughts. And I'm going to have to talk about this in the most cryptic way ever as to not reveal the people in my life that were involved. Hopefully it still makes sense to you as it does to me. I saw someone the other day who is conflict avoidant, who struggles to speak for themselves, who struggles to use words, who clearly have grievances that are pending being addressed, who struggles to use their words in the right moments to affect any tangible change in their life. I saw this person use or try to create a moment in which they then create a scenario in which they try to either withhold their love or their support or force compliance from the other person. They avoid conflict so much that first they have to wait and create a chance for everything to come to a head to finally address things. And because it takes so much effort for them to bring themselves to these conversations, and because it's so difficult for them, they expect the other person involved to honor the weight of the conversation and settle all past grievances that have been left unsaid because that person avoids conflict. Because they now finally have the opportunity to say them. And as a tactic to add even more weight on that conversation, because it's so difficult for them and they are making it so difficult for everyone 
when they are finally deciding to have it just to make that conversation matter and count and be as effective as possible for what they think is the strategy they should be applying, they withhold something in a way to force the agreement. And it's a form of manipulation. Maybe not ill-intended, maybe out of desperation, but manipulation nonetheless. And the problem is, people will use words to appease you every day of the week. It is rare to find a person who will not give you false agreement just to get you off their back or to get you to do what they are saying. They respond to the manipulation with manipulation. Oh, you're forcing me to agree with you or you won't do this thing or won't give me your love. Then sure, I agree. And now we're both complicit in playing games with each other. Very little action will follow the words that I have just spoken to appease you. Because what you have is false agreement. The reason I think about this empathetically is that in the desperation, what I can see, all I see is this person trying to stick up for the part of them that never feels heard. The part of them that is so suppressed that they don't know how to speak for them. And then they have to manufacture scenarios or withhold love to finally address what's on their heart. And it makes me sad to see that because... It's their lack of self-importance that they feel that they don't have the lane to have their feelings heard every other day. That it has to have some grand way that it's done by. And it cannot just be a part of day-to-day occurrence. This comes from a profound sense of not feeling seen. And I feel sad just thinking about that. How not seen this person may feel and how long that may have gone on in their life. Still, back to the point, all your words didn't get you closer to the reality that you would like. You didn't really get reality to comply with your intentions because you used your words improperly and forced others to do the same to appease you. Just use their words carelessly, without weight. The fact of the matter is behavior change is extremely difficult. We can barely control and get compliance from ourselves. So to get it from another person is almost unreasonable. For a person to do the thing that they say, if it is something other than what they are usually used to doing, if a person is required to change at all, in case what they say is currently different than what they are or what they're doing, then for them to match what they say, for that change to happen at all, there needs to be some deep personal incentives. For behavior to change at all, for it to happen, you have to have some personal reason No matter how many tactics and strategies you listen to, if there isn't some pain you are moving away from or something that you are moving towards, and it's quite difficult to accomplish this through dialogue or a bunch of words put together to hopefully gain agreement, if you don't have those things, you won't find your behavior changing. You almost have to actively be building towards a life that you and this other person both share to take part in constructing And they have to see their own reason to be the thing that you are asking them to be, as if to support the structure upon which their own future is built. The stakes have to be that high. They have to be high enough for them to have behavior change, or else no behavior change will likely occur. Just think about the last time you told yourself to do something that you didn't do, or zoom out to the broader perspective of all the things that you should be doing that you aren't doing, 
even though you know you need to be doing them. You already know most of these things. So why aren't you doing them? It's the same reason. Because you don't see clear enough incentives, not enough pain to move away from where you are, or not enough benefit you see on the other side of that initial work. And this gap between what you know to be true and what actually is true in reality is the lapse in power you apply into your life. If you go by the definition of power in the 48 laws, which is having a degree of control over your future events, then any gap between what you think and what you say and then what you then end up following up and doing and taking action on and that ends up being reality, any gap there is a leak and loss of that power. I heard Hormozy say and add to this concept and say that if God was the ultimate example of that power, as he thought something, as he said something, it became and it was, if that is ultimate power, then any gap from thinking and speaking something and following through into it becoming reality is the delta in measure of power lost from the Almighty. And us humans who do nothing but prop up reasons and barriers to our inner desires and thoughts and intended words, we largely leave ourselves powerless. Hormozy calls this our action threshold. And for many of us, including myself, which is why I'm participating in this self-inquiry, for many of us, our action threshold is much higher than it needs to be, and lowering it would solve a lot of our issues. Because the quicker you take action on the things you think about and say, the more likelihood you have in that actually matching reality. Because again, we already know what we need to be doing. So anything keeping you from that is your action threshold being higher than it should be. Much of our integrity, our future, our influence, our power lies in this gap. Any distance between your words and your actions, no matter how good your intention is, your actions will not follow unless there is true agreement, not false agreement. Jim Quick says, things go from our head to our heart to our hands. And if our hands are not doing the things that our head knows to be true, that we know that we need to do, we should probably check in with the medium, the thing in the middle, the heart. Because for our words to matter, your hands must follow. In all acts of devotion, your action must lead. I love you, family. Stay true, always. See you on the next show.